0: From MZ Studios in Dallas, Texas, you're listening to the Tennis Revolution Podcast. With big, big news. <laughs> I'm not just saying that because it's... The, I mean, tennis is dead. It's over. Right. It's over. <laughs> That's the big news. It's not over, but do you feel like that if as soon as the, the Super Bowl was over and then your awful team, the Cowboys, just went out and just were playing like pickup scrimmages against <laughs> CFL teams and right. stuff, would you... Would that lessen the impact of like opening day, like the first day of the football season when preseason starts and all that?
1: Uh, I don't know if it would lessen it, but it would be welcome to the Tennis Revolution podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> not the, not the football rev. This is the uh, Tennis Revolution podcast.
1: But yeah, no, I don't know that it would lessen it, but it it would. The less of break there is between a big game or match and mediocre matches or games, the less interested I am in those mediocre matches or games.
0: I'm trying to compare tennis to football because football goes, you know, from basically. I mean, they're trying to start in July now, for God's sakes, but right. still, they're they're hanging on. It's still August. Preseason starts. You get the you get the Hall of Fame game in Canton, and uh, which is all awful. You get all excited about it, but then it's awful.
1: Yeah. Um. And they, I hate I hate that they even call it that because it makes it seem way more important than it is. Right. <laughs>
0: it's just the game at that awful Hall of Fame right. field in <laughs> Canton. So they they do that. And then you go through four weeks of preseason, which, uh, you know, I couldn't name. Season. I couldn't name three players after the after the first series, right? For the most part, I couldn't name three players on the on the field. Um, and then, boom, week one, and now we're rocking. We go seventeen weeks for the regular season, and and by the way, I think they should just have two weeks of buys. They should do it right, dead center in the middle. Half the half the league's off one week. The other half's off the other week.
1: If they ever do the 18-game season that, they all, that the commissioner wants, they will do that, I think. So they'll make it a 20-week season with two buys. Oh, two buys. No, I just... Oh, you're saying there should only be two weeks of buys. Right, right, I right. See. Instead of just like, you know... I'm okay oh. with that because to me it's so hard to figure out the buys last like eight or nine weeks.
0: Well, and what good is a buy in week four versus, you know, a week 12 right. when you need it? Right. You know, you've been getting your ass kicked for, I don't know why we're talking about NFL.
1: <laughs> so. But what you're saying well, is the, there's a clear di- differentiation in the season yeah, going it's, and not going. Yeah,
0: the Super Bowl's done, and now they've even pushed back the draft. It used to be earlier, now it's later. And it's like the anticipation, so when the fall comes, you're losing your shit. Right. It's like, football, come back. And tennis just doesn't do that. It just limps and limps on and on and
1: on forever. And I think there's an ATP or WTA tournament probably 50 weeks a year. I'm, I'm assuming during the week of Christmas they don't have one. The Santa Claus Open. <laughs> ho, ho, so, I mean, ho. again... We, there's so many diehard fans that would probably watch any matches ever on, but the same with football, but you lessen the value of each when you have it every week.
0: Well, it's just, it just, listen, the, the same reason that they can't get prize money, right. Or I, I'm not, I don't think it's not right. I mean, you know, people cry about unequal pay or whatever when they're two totally separate institutions. The WTA and ATP tour are separate. <laughs> they're not sports, they're not the same sport. They're they're whole separate entities. Right. But uh but it because it's a giant it's like boxing used to be, you know, with all the different people making rules and all the different people involved. Different That's why champions. This, yeah, the Davis Cup thing is a disaster, you know. I mean, because right. now you got the Fed Cup still playing the old school style and now Davis Cup is trying the circus environment. It's going to be a disaster. Um there's no there's no defined anything. It's all just Whoever decides to play these tournaments, those are the tournaments that will succeed. And then if enough people play those tournaments over time, they become the staples on the, on, the, on the season. You know what I mean?
1: Right. And I think it's okay to not have something for a few weeks or months. Like it's worked pretty well for the NFL over the last 50 years.
0: Well, that's the thing is there is no NFL. Right. Even, even the ATP, it's the, the, the tournaments. So as soon as you get an open week, guess what happens? Someone's going to put some in there. industrious young person um, who wants to, you know, make some money says, hey, I want that week. Let me get, let me see if I can get a tournament here.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because I'm always criticizing the USTA for oversaturating you know the schedule locally here, but then I'm the reason I'm complaining is because I'm mad I can't fit my event in <laughs> when they don't have something. <laughs> well, so that's, different. That. that's different.
0: That's different because you're not worried about the top fifty and that's it, or the right. top whatever and that's it. You're you're worried about the masses. Yeah. The ATP is not the masses. I mean, I want as many little league baseball teams as possible, so every child has an opportunity to play little league. But you don't want you know 78 major league teams
1: right what's kind of like you mentioned last week i you could do say november 1st the year's over or even october 1st whenever you want to november 1st only people eligible to play from from november 1st to january you know 15th are 50 plus in the rankings and anybody who's in the top 50 is automatically in any tournament they want for the next year or whatever so then there's no you know there's no penalty for those players. They're getting they're getting in the qualifying. They don't need the points. They don't need to chase the points in November, December, January, and let that be the minor league season, and then you start the major league season, you know, a couple of weeks before the Australian.
0: Well You know, we're in the throes of the football season, which of course we are not allowed to talk about. So please don't call in (laughs) with any scores because this idiot, this idiot's waiting to see the ice bowl from 1963 or whatever. Good thing this isn't
1: a football podcast. It's hard to tell sometimes.
0: (laughs) I mean, you got games. I mean, I can't talk about anything. I I just
1: got up to, I think the Cowboys are, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just getting up to Super Bowl (laughs) 28 with the Cowboys bills i just caught up to uh, my VHS.
0: The Bills, uh, the bills uh, yeah, they lose. <laughs> so, anywho, it just seems to me that, you know, because we talked about last week that it's just miserable. Like, who cares about these tournaments right now? I listen to other tennis podcasts because guess what? I'm a tennis fan, and I just don't care about what's going on.
1: Well, it's sad because we actually, there were actually some potential compelling matchups and and top players that played but it's like again what are they playing for you know what does it lead to what is it it doesn't do anything
0: that's it that's the key you have only said three things worth of shit on this (laughs) podcast and that was the third one right there we got once
1: every six months
0: i mean in the nfl you're playing for the super bowl right in soccer you're playing for whatever cup that your league holds The, the same thing the championship the you know, but in tennis, you're just you're just playing for that tournament for that match a right. uh, week in, week out, week in. It just takes forever, um, and it culminates in nothing. It it culminates in Labor Cup
1: when it culminates in a year end that only eight players can play. Right, so <laughs> exactly. That doesn't even matter. I mean, I guess only two teams play the Super Bowl, but you're eliminating people. You know, each week, maybe they got to do like golf does and have the Fed Cup, and each tournament they eliminate. You know, half the field and half the field and half the field, and then. But again, I just don't think that's going to keep... Because the thing you can tell that... Here's the reason you can tell it doesn't matter is because the best players don't play. (laughs) They're just not... Like pretty much all the top players have dropped out for the rest of the year. Right. Except for Novak, just because he's already missed half the year. And he's been out for a lot. So they, I mean... Well... That's the biggest sign is if you can't keep the players' attention, how are you going to keep the fans' attention?
0: Yeah, I mean, they're just clocking in. The ones that are playing are just clocking in, getting those points, getting that money, and, and continuing to play. But it just doesn't... Mean anything? I, that's why I hoped at some point back in the day when they like were acting like they were gonna kick off this you know th- the race situation and it just fell flat and so they kind of oh okay we'll just it'll be there but nobody really even knows right. the hell it is now but that would have been a way more compelling process. Everybody starts at zero, ready, go, right, and then every time you win you get points if you don't you don't, right, and it doesn't matter what. You know, you're not defending any points
1: um, from years past. I mean, is the, I mean, because you always tout, you know, Sampras six-time, you know, year in number one, but I don't even feel like that's on the player's radar anymore, and I don't know how you change that. We've put that's, so much emphasis on Grand Slams. Well,
0: that's because they've all given up on being number one, because they know that there's <laughs> only three players that can be number one in True. the world.
1: But I mean, I don't feel like even those three players necessarily care that much.
0: Well, that's because they know that only those three are going to be it, and they can just ro- rotate and trade off, so they yeah, don't care they've either. already all done it.
1: Yeah, why not? I just think that, I don't know what the carrot you can dangle at the end to make people play, or to make people care.
0: And I, I mean, we kinda, I don't know how exactly this subject started, except for the fact that Prior to recording, it was like what what who cares about what are we talking about today?
1: Yeah, we could sit there and talk about all the matches that happen, and oh in the quarterfinals these guys play and in the semifinals this, but it just they played, but it's just like if you and I go play in the parking lot, no one's going to pay attention to that that's what exactly
0: it so and and let's take labor Cup off the table because that is truly an exhibition, but let's say Feder decided he wanted to get a little bit more work in this year. Let's say maybe he had to sit out the U.S. opener, so for some reason he's playing right now, right? right? And him and Novak ended up playing in the finals of a of you know a tournament right now, right? In the next two weeks or something, I wouldn't care because it me it's it means when when their record is like what is their head to head like.
1: It's like 24, 23 or something. So
0: it's like almost, it's getting over 50. Right. So we've seen them play 50 times. Yeah. So seeing them play so again. So it doesn't have a novelty. It doesn't, no, 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 I'm not even talking about novelty. I'm talking about newness, freshness. It right. doesn't matter unless there's something on the table. Yeah. That's it. There's something on the table. And it, and if that were the case, a la. Uh, a Grand Slam, or even even you know a, a Master Series in the middle of the season, when you know they have future Grand Slams in their mind, right. that that's what you know they want to do. You know, it is more exciting to me. I would be more well. I guess the people in Tokyo
1: wouldn't
0: be more <laughs> excited. You know what I mean? Right. I mean
1: they want to see whoever, but but in some ways it's like if they had the Super Bowl, and the next week they had three versus four. And the next week they had five versus six. And the next week they had seven versus eight. Right. That's basically what happens. Right. I mean, who would care about anything right. after the Super Bowl's already happened?
0: And, and again, the match is only a match. The only thing that makes Borg McEnroe matter is it was in the, in the Wimbledon finals. Right. The only thing that makes, you know, epic, even like football games, epic football games. I mean, you can have good football games, but they take on a whole bigger meaning if they're in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl.
1: Well, I think it either has to be a huge occasion or it has to be just an epic, you know, 7-6, 5-7, 7-6. But even that, if that happened well, this week, I don't know if they would, anybody would care that if much. If
0: Djokovic and Roger, uh, Roger, i <laughs> call him Roger on weekends, <laughs> uh, Federer played in the finals of Tokyo, all right? The Rakuten, which I don't know if that's Japanese for racket. <laughs> I really don't. But, you know, it's a 500, so it's not a nothing. Right. All right. So if they were playing in the finals and it was 7 6, 6 7, 7 6. Right. And Roger won, would he fall to the ground like he did, like he does at U.S. <laughs> Open? Would he?
1: No, I'm sure he would. No, wouldn't.
0: of course. Was that in and of itself means it doesn't mean as much. Right. Would he. Well, he doesn't get pissed off when he loses anyway. But, you know what I'm saying? It's right. like you can see it on their face that it doesn't mean even it doesn't mean as much as Miami it doesn't mean as much as Indian Wells or Rome you know um Monte but, Carlo but like you said
1: if that was you know if that was whoever let the Patriots and Colts from a few years ago in week eight I still feel like that means a lot right but they only
0: play 16 they only play 16 games and only one of them is going to be Colts yeah
1: um Patriots that—that's true. You're not playing them multiple. If you played them every week, it wouldn't. Yeah, seventh time. I mean, Brady
0: and Manning haven't played each other fifty times,
1: right? And every time they do, it's a different situation,
0: right? So, and let's face it, unless it's a playoffs, it's you know because Manning, you know,
1: come on. (laughs) But what do you? Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I just don't know how you correct it outside of just not even attempting to and just right. Well,
0: the only way they can fix it is do what we say. Put the put the season together in a certain order. But you can't because there's too many people that control different different people that control all these tournaments that have the historic cachet um, <laughs> that you're not going to be able to say, yeah, you're not running that tourney- tournament anymore. Well, right. then players are still going to go there. Because yeah. anybody can run a tournament anytime they want and pay players because right. it's the advertise. you know, all the money that comes through that tournament. Yeah. Then it just becomes Hopman Cup or
1: whatever. Right. Labor it's, Cup or whatever you want it to be. Or,
0: or, potentially. Or it doesn't. And, you know, whoever wants this tour fails (laughs) us. When
1: I've got a radical idea of just October 1st, season's over. Rest of the year, it's all doubles. We don't run any doubles January to October. October, start the doubles. Or maybe in Grand Slams only, whatever. But just to make it something different. Wow. And then you have a reason. You never get to watch doubles during the singles tournaments anyway. They don't show any of it. Right. Unless you got, then you got October. Hey, this is something different. I haven't seen all year. And... And then maybe some of these jokers will play. Right. You convert the singles prize money to doubles because we're only doing doubles. Instead of $1 million for the winner for the singles, it's $1 million for the winning doubles team. Now, it doesn't help your ranking at all, but it shouldn't anyway because your top players aren't playing.
0: So not only can I not get on this podcast and sell Tokyo like I care, (laughs) but I can't even go home and watch it like I care because I don't. And furthermore, guess what? nobody else does either and if they do they're lying to your
1: face but if it was your thing about you know 51 to 100 or 51 to 200 then we could care because we could say hey look at this guy i've never seen before that's number 120 you know he's probably going to be yeah. a factor next year yeah um, but well, now we can't even see those guys cuz those guys still aren't good enough to get in the tournament cuz these other losers that play every week <laughs> golf fan and they i mean they've got to play every I was about to say the F word, which I never say on here, but they have to play every effing tournament the whole year, right? And then they're number four in the world at the end of the year. Like, there's some, and they're like four in the world. You won one tournament. How is that possible? Yeah, because you played thirty five weeks. <laughs> um, and we see, and that's the other reason these matches aren't that exciting. We see the same players every week in every tournament. Yeah. So I mean, I think you're. I think that idea is really good. Talk about well, you know, ideas. And
0: listen uh, again. What What do I say? I need the most on this podcast. <laughs>
1: I was going to come up with a, something <laughs> inappropriate. Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you need the most? A billionaire. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I just what need. we need. Not for the podcast, for no, other no, no. ideas.
0: Well, yeah, of course, for tennis. I just need a billionaire because right. if we could start a legitimate, high-paying league and just flip this whole thing on its head, you know, and right. get rid of every other tournament in the world except for the four Grand Slams just for for whatever reason... But I mean, listen, we are it's a tricky deal because we're an individual sport. It's that right. simple. We're an individual sport. And so, you know,
1: to try to put together any kind of team format makes it tough. Well, um, you can't blame the players that do play in these because they, they obviously get paid. because they need the money or they need the points.
0: And they can finally win a tournament because right. the big three are out of the so way. So I'm
1: saying it shouldn't even be an option. They shouldn't be allowed to play you know, if their ranking is 50. Those 50 that, October 1st, those 50 are locked in top 50. And give them all a bonus. Right, they're all locked in top 50. The start of 2019, that's one through 50, whatever that is. And then everybody else is competing, you know, for 51 to 200. So the best you can get, even if you won six tournaments in October, November, December, is you're starting at 51.
0: Well, like I've always said, if we if we could break it up into four parts with the culmination of each part being a Grand Slam and the seeding, for that grand slam was based on that turn that segment leading up to that grand slam and there were minimum requ- requirements in terms of how many t- of those tournaments you played in right to get into that grand slam and then that would solve that problem anyway and then by the end of the year and then like you said
1: boom you're done yeah and you've got about a 16 tournament schedule about you can, three warm ups for every grand slam and
0: you can do all your dumb labor cups sh- that you want. All right. that crap you want to do, do it. That yeah. that's outside the season. It's Even got nothing Davis to do got, with me.
1: All that could be right in there. And then people can really decide if they want to do it cuz it doesn't help their, you know, ranking at all. I don't know. I think they well, got to change something because well, that's, that's
0: the, the one power the ATP has and the and the WTA on the other side has is that they decide what tournaments are what points. So they decide the overall indirectly the overall structure of the season if they would prefer now it is tricky they can't just run around you know pissing everybody off by cha- you know oh you've been a 500 for you know the last 87 years man nah, sorry you're right. a 50 good luck <laughs> good luck
1: well and not just cuz like you said not just cuz it's local but we have a challenger in Dallas and to me that one of the most appealing things about it is that it's in mid february it's like 4 weeks after the australian ends there's nothing going on It's the only thing that I have to watch. So I'm interested because it's the only thing. Whereas now I've got to decide between four tournaments that are garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they have every week I can decide. So I don't have to... Like, if that challenger was in mid-July, I don't think I'd care about it at all.
0: Right, but that challenger is necessarily at a certain level where a certain level of players are not going to play it. Right. Because it it's, it, you know, it's like negative equity. <laughs> they're going to lose, right. you know, the amount of points and money they can get compared to all the other things they're eligible for, make it ridiculous for
1: them to do it. But that's kind of like you said, that's what they're going to have to do to make these tournaments, you know make the top players stop playing in them and get it make it turn into a minor league kind of thing
0: right but you know again you know if you have a place like Tokyo probably where a big push is the fact that it's a huge huge market they don't want to piss off those tournaments and and punish them right and there's
1: big local players that don't get a chance to play so Tokyo. like Nishikori has no other opportunity to play in Japan it's whole the whole right in an actual tournament anyway
0: right which I mean that doesn't mean you should have a a tournament in Swaziland and every little <laughs> hamlet in the world but but the point is it's a major city a major world city in a huge you know uh emerging market if you will and so you know I understand they're trying to cultivate that but it it's messing up my my my, my flow here man It's just i hate it. I, yeah. hate it I don't hate it i just don't care right which is worse <laughs> you know what i mean
1: yeah i do i, I it's a hard it would be, have to be a pretty radical change for a solution i think i don't think you could just say oh let's just cut it off 2 weeks early it ends you know end of november instead of mid december it's like that's not going to change anything
0: so so you know it starts right now what? a, a 1000
1: yeah there's a masters a masters 1000 no I wish that's in november i think
0: yeah no shanghai
1: oh that's right yeah
0: Roger Federer is playing okay. novak Djokovic is playing so, let's see if I eat my words or not. So, here's who's playing. Roger's is the one. Novak's the two. You've got... Um, this is already a joke, by the way. Delpo is the three. Uh, Zverev is the four. Chilich, team, Kevin Anderson, Nishikori, right? Yeah. So,
1: so, pretty much everyone except Nadal.
0: Right. The top eight are standing strong right there. Now... If I care about this, you you have permission to punch me in my face, <laughs> all right, with your fist and maybe some brass knuckles. Because I'm telling you, even if even if Novak and Federer get to it, what kind of bullshit are they going to try to pull on us to try to get us hyped up about it? Yeah, there's nothing they can do.
1: Oh, it's the the 49th time they've played. If Federer if, wins, here's he's in the lead.
0: Only thing that would get me fired up about it if both of them put 10 million dollars. In a briefcase, and put <laughs> it like WWE, <laughs> and put it at the net post, <laughs> and they played in the winner take all. Yeah, that would be that would be good because then I know for a fact they are all in. Why do you think fetter's there?
1: Well, it's got to be for the money. It's not for the ranking, the appearance fee. Yeah,
0: I'm sure, they're paying them a shit ton of money. But what
1: do you? They probably you gave f- them some small province in far <laughs> western China somewhere in the jungle. But how do you feel about? Red Sox Yankees game eighteen of the season out of nineteen. They play nineteen times every season. Uh, the regular season, yeah.
0: Same,
1: um, or does that matter because it contributes to where they end up? Yes, and that's the difference,
0: right? Because they have a World Series they're trying to get to. Well, we're and, and in baseball, really winning the pennant, so winning your half, right? Your league is a hugely important thing historically. Now, I don't care about baseball, right. so ultimately, that's a terrible question to ask <laughs> me. But hockey? How about hockey? You know, I mean, they play 84 games. Right. So that means, you know, they're. but I will say they spread it out.
1: Like, for some reason. It lasts longer than the NBA, even though it starts before. Yeah.
0: My uh, my Penguins play the, the Capitals who are in their division like four or five times max. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs>
1: are you kidding me? Right. But anyway. So that makes each one really important.
0: Yeah, but it pisses me off because it's not enough. But it almost
1: would be better if the Masters was just the top, let's say the Masters was only the top four. Well, then you'd really have to play. You would really have to do well in every tournament you played. So this tournament would really matter if you were only taking the top four. But again, what is that year-end prize really worth anymore? You know, it's got to be, they've got to make it just more, because I don't even think you get anything for finishing number one in the world. Do you? No, I don't know. I know for like, we should know more. I know for golf, for NASCAR, I'm pretty sure you'd get something, some kind of extra bonus. I don't think for tennis you do. And so I think we NASCAR, you get one of those talking fish on the, <laughs> that you hang on the wall, big Billy bass or yep. whatever it's called, yep. uh, or singing bass. And yep. they, uh, I mean, but if it was top four, I feel like even with this top eight, it's been kind of a joke lately. Jack, Jack, Sock. Jack Sock was in last Jack Sock. year. We didn't rehearse that. <laughs> and golf fans been in, I mean, if it was just top four, imagine if the masters was Federer, Nadal, Djokovic, Del Potro. I mean, that would be interesting in a masters final four setting. Yeah, if again, if the prize is worth something, right? I don't know what the prize could be that would matter. Because would you care if one of them wins ten million dollars? I don't know. No. Yeah, because they've already all got tens of millions. Well, and
0: again, as we've established, the Grand Slams are the only one, only ones that matter to them.
1: Right. So, and that's the problem that they've set up the system that way.
0: Well, if they're if they matter to if they matter to them more than everything, including the year-end culmination, right? And why would they matter to us? I'm not going to give a shit about something that th- they don't care about. I mean, I care about. I, you know, listen, I don't know them. We've already had that. <laughs> I call him Roger
1: sometimes, but I don't know him.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I can't – you know that the Super Bowl means everything to every player in right. the league.
1: But does – let's say this. Let's say Djokovic ends eight – let's say he's an eight-time year-end number one and he has 12 slams and Federer was a three-time year in number one and he has 20 slams. No one's going to care that Djokovic was number one eight times. Yeah. So I, that's, I do think for NFL, and it NBA, seems like an um,
0: impossibility of <laughs> math, but I, I, I mean, making your point, I, I get your but point. but I do
1: think like, I do feel like NFL and NBA, they do care about those individual MVP awards. It's basically what a year in number one is. I do think they care about those almost as much as they do championships. Yeah. But I don't feel like the year in number one, I feel like it's like a three if Grand Slam is a 10. The year in number one is like a three. So I don't know. I don't Could, know
0: how you make that. Well, I, mean, I guess for some players it matters more. And maybe
1: maybe if they haven't done it that many times, they want to, you know, let me get it one time. Well, it matters if you haven't won slams. Well, yeah, that too. Like I'm sure Marcelo Rios brags about being number one <laughs> in the world he's never won a slam. If he had won the U.S. Open, they would be saying U.S. Open winner. Right. So, I, but yeah, I... I don't know. It's hard. I, I don't know what they can do. It just, I mean, it just changes. It's just like you said, it's weird to have the most important event not be at the end of the season because we're so used to that in every other sport. Right, across the world. Even in golf, they just had that, you know, tour championship that Tiger won. That was pretty at the end of the season. Even though that wasn't one of the majors, it was... It would be like ending the tennis year with Indian Wells, which I'd be okay with. Right. Because that's at least a big event. Yeah. Whereas now we end with some, you know, random European tournament that no one's going to play in. Oh, that's the end of the year, everybody.
0: And it's still not.
1: Right. Because it just just starts over. (laughs) Well, I did see an ad for a golf tournament next week, and it's at the start of the new season. I'm like, it just ended last week, so they must have a similar issue. Yeah, maybe. Um, But I don't know. Like you said, I guess it's just the locations want the tournaments. That's going to be the main problem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Because why would, you know, Omaha give up an ATP tournament in November if that's the only thing they have? Well, yeah. And if it's being supported, they won't
0: have, you know, they won't have financial pressure to do so because if it's, if it's, you know, well attended and well funded, then there's no reason for it to go away. Right. Uh it seems like the short-term success is is a long-term issue. But maybe not. What do we, you know, hey, what do we know? <laughs> but I do have some really great news. Great great news that really out of anybody that I know in the tennis business, I think it impacts you the most. And we'll find out what that is when we come back. <laughs>
1: it's time to join the revolution go to
0: our website tennisrevolutionpodcast.com to get
1: the latest episodes email us your questions and comments or give us show ideas
0: you're not jumping up and down excited yet.
1: I have so many Woo-wee. theories ready. Right
0: <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. I'm listen. I'm no. not gonna make you suffer any longer. <laughs> so we're quitting now. Yeah, the, the podcast <laughs> is over. Told you it would affect you the most. No, the WTA baby is back yeah. on Tennis Channel
1: yes so now
0: there's no excuse now you're gonna have to tell me how your cable went out or somebody stole your tv or your house
1: burned down i just dropped the tennis channel for my package sir. <laughs> you piece of shit <laughs> oh no, so my god uh, well that just confirms what we've been saying for months that was a huge mistake on their part to be on bn i
0: don't know how tv contracts work i have no idea how contracts work <laughs> i don't know how money works
1: agreements nothing he's paying me six figures for this podcast oh yeah
0: so. Um, They're all zeros. <laughs> all six of them. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you a raise. You're up to eight zeros now. So, um, yeah, but I mean, they just bailed. They said, peace out. You suck. I'm tired of watching you know, replays of soccer from 1968. We're out. We're so out. Do we know who dropped who? I don't know. I don't know. I think fun. it's a WTA, so peace out. Because that hasn't been a year, I don't think. I don't know. It's been, whatever it's been, it's been too long. I mean, it just pisses me off.
1: Because the year just ended.
0: Or hasn't even ended. So hopefully, and who knows how that cycle works with TV and ratings and all that. It could be, might not just be a calendar year. Who knows? Anyway, the good news is that now nobody can bitch about you know, there being sexism and because the the channel was so far up, you know, in the numbers on direct T V anyway, it was impossible to find. Now they have a real reason to bitch about sexism because Tennis Channel is still going to exclude women's tennis. Right. Well, we'll see if they will or not. I can't imagine if they just got them back that they're going to do that to them. So,
1: you excited? I am, and you, I'm reading the article. It makes it seem like that they haven't been... Oh, from twenty third two thousand three to twenty sixteen. So I guess they were on BN for two years. So that was a two year deal, and now they're back on uh, Tennis Channel for thirty thirty tournaments, which I guess are pretty much all the main ones, and then the year end tournament. Hopefully, T and Jen will be on there, <laughs> which is happening right now. But but yeah, it's uh, it's kind of interesting that that. Uh, I would like to know what the deal was. I guess it was just to your contract, and it doesn't really matter who decided not to renew.
0: Well, here's the deal. So my theory is this. If you have, can you, all right, <laughs> let me, hold on, let me stretch a little bit. Let me, <laughs> let me adjust my seat here and get the microphone just right, because this is going to be a doozy. So, um, all right, don't call in after, I don't want to hear your shit, all right, after this. Just hear me out. Is it possible for, one pro- to, for a product to be better than another product when that other product beat you, could beat your product hands down? <laughs> Does that make any <laughs> sense? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people want to say, oh, the women's tennis, pro- it's a better product, more compelling, more this than that, but not right. one single woman could beat one single man. So arguably the best tennis on the planet is male.
1: Yeah, I mean... Can I guess that it, not
0: be true somehow? Is that...
1: I mean, I think it definitely cannot be true. What? Because let's say... I mean, you could just have... Let's say that Men's Tennis got so... The serve in Men's Tennis got so amazing that they're hitting 180 mile-an-hour serves and no one's returning them. I mean, that would be a terrible product. So
0: basically, we had 20. The top 20
1: were all John Isner clones. Right. I mean, that would be a terrible product. You would just watch serve, 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 serve game. I mean, and then you had women's where they were still having the rallies and compelling points and deuce games.
0: I think that happened in the '90s.
1: Yeah, where it was just boom, boom tennis. But the women had had a lot more
0: variety, a lot more players. You know, you had Graf, you had Hingis. There was know, a although that was in the '90s. That was later '90s. Yeah,
1: but. there was a there was a time when I much more enjoyed women's tennis because of i used to say this legitimately all the time that it was more relatable to my game because i can't relate to somebody hitting 130 mile or serve one of the point it just that's just not something that so i can't learn from it you I can't. also can't relate to a topspin <laughs> backhand so i don't know how that i thought you were going to say you also can relate to an 85 mile or serve <laughs> well hell oh yeah like I didn't even on the women's, but. no
0: <laughs> uh, by the way out there this is uh very important we're not just co-hosts on this podcast oh no I actually supported Corey in a league match today. He did. And uh, you dropped a... I saw... Uh, when I when I first walked up, you dropped a bomb on... I, th- I thought it was thundering outside. It was not. It was your... The ball hitting the back fence. After
1: you ace this person. In the, on the fly. Um, yeah, next time, just just come with a shirt on. You're going to root for me. Uh, it's not a football game. You don't paint your chest. Yeah.
0: Um, Woo! I was drunk already before I got there.
1: That was the only reason you came. Yeah. Uh no, I just think that I think it is possible to have a bad product even even to be a being a higher level of play. But uh I'm not saying we've reached that point. I was that, I that
0: was my next question. So it was a trap. I was trying to trick you into being sexist. So yeah, of course, you know, just because the men can beat the women without question, don't start with me. Don't <laughs> start with me out there. It's not happening. No, Serena cannot beat the top 700 players in the world. Not once. Anyway, so if, yeah, so with that being said, then, you know, looking at, you know, a a deal with the WTA trying to get out there and get money, I mean, can you blame the Tennis Channel for not wanting that if by and law, and and to me it's not that, let me finish the sentence here, spit it out. So, the tennis channel has not had the WTA. Right. Which I'm assuming is because they couldn't work out a deal. Which I'm assuming is because either the tennis channel didn't want to pay that much or the WTA wanted more. Right. You know, or both. They couldn't meet anywhere in the middle. And the tennis channels probably think because it's got nothing to do with the tennis channel. They have got a job to do and they have to do it or they would cease to exist they've got to make a decision on whether the ratings will be there for women's tennis versus men's tennis so they figured oh well the men's is more popular
1: right they have to have one you couldn't have a tennis channel without having either
0: (laughs) they're gambling on what the public thinks not oh we're men so men men are better. i don't care what people in the boardroom think i don't care what the people in marketing think in terms of whether they like it or not i care what they think and whether they figure out what the public thinks That's the decision they have to make.
1: Well, and the advantage they have is that they've had, they have many days, or they did when they had the WTA, that they can run men's and women's matches concurrently or consecutively, and they can see right away what the ratings, how the ratings compare. And obviously it's going to vary from tournament to tournament based on who's in the finals and who's playing that day, but there's going to be a, there's going to be a way to analyze the patterns of which event draws in more viewers.
0: Yeah, so the reason I mentioned that first thing, you know, about can a blah, blah, blah product be whatever is because I think the majority of people want to see the quote unquote highest level of tennis and the highest level of tennis are men. That's it. Right. Now, if you're a commentator on most stations right now, you're you're going to flip your shit and red card me. Because you just are at the whim of what you think people want to hear or you just knee jerk reaction to hearing the words that men are better than women or whatever and not even listen or think or look critically at it. But I'm talking about what the majority of people just think out, you know, and the bottom line is is the number one tennis player on the planet, the the one person that no one can beat is going to be a man, whether it's Novak or Federer, and obviously not nobody, of course, let's not get ridiculous, (laughs) but you know, the person that most will win the most matches over everyone else on the entire 7 billion people planet, is a male. The second best is a male. The third best. (laughs) The fourth. The fifth. All the way down to some number, I don't know where. Whatever. Who cares where? Doesn't matter. So the tennis channel's got to make a decision on, hey, what what is the most appealing to the most people? And I think that factors in. And I don't think there's anything sexist with that. At all.
1: No, because I don't think they really care which one's better.
0: They don't. Yeah, you can't tell me that if, the, the, if we got to the point where there was the top 20 were all John Isner types. Right. Not racist. I just mean tall and only can serve and can't move past <laughs> one set. Right. If, if, that, if there were top 20 John Isner's, then there's no doubt in my mind, and, and the women's sort of look like it does now with the, the depth and the variety and you know all the different styles and you know whatever and personalities. You can't tell me that not one year, but over over enough time for them to really look at it and make that decision that the men would be they'd be on BN. Right. They'd be getting preempted by replays from you know some League Cup in Brazil you know from 1938 it, <laughs> it, it wouldn't even be close because they have to make money and we're not going to watch it. I don't just watch men's tennis because I'm a man right and they're men and men, 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 men. <laughs> Of course not
1: Well and because we have the four greatest players in the history of the sport playing right now, that level's got to go down once they retire. Shut your face. <laughs> Shut your <laughs> we stupid face. We went the whole podcast face. without mentioning that. But the level has to go down after those guys retire, which means the gap has to close to whatever degree. It might flip. Right. Or it may already have closed. Who knows? But, I mean, but I'm saying the, the if. Well, of, po- popularity wise, I mean, dude, Roger
0: Federer eclipses everyone by a long shot. Right. I, I think. I, I mean, I that's so my too. impression. And Worldwide. Then, even on the moon. And maybe in Uranus.
1: I mean, on Uranus. But wouldn't would you put Serena <laughs> Sorry. above? Sorry, <laughs> you didn't even crack a smile. What made you I'm laugh? So used to you by now. Uh, wouldn't you put Serena above Novak in terms of viewers? Well, if you're a big Lego
0: fan, I think you can really identify
1: <laughs> with. But Novak. I'm just saying. Like, I think what you're saying is, if Federer and Nadal retire tomorrow, they're losing a no, lot. Novak can't carry this. Sport. No, they're losing Novak
0: a lot. and Murray. ugh.
1: And if you've got an option of watching Novak versus Murray or Serena and Sharapova, I guarantee you're watching Serena and Sharapova. If you're watching Federer at all, or Serena Sharapova, that would be Federer and all probably still have the huge edge there. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, we're like you said, it's not just we're not going to watch. You know, <laughs> here we go again. We're not going to watch Sock and Harrison in a final just because it's the men's final when we've got you know Serena and Wozniacki or whatever. It's got to be. It has to be a quality men's match to surpass the women's match, right? And if and if it even does, it may not.
0: So the fact that the the fact that BN I, to me it seems like probably the reasoning behind behind the WTA coming back to the tennis channel probably is twofold. One would be the tennis channel is like, well, wait a second. There's some compelling stuff and we're getting sick of, you know, all these top, top three or big four, or whatever you want to call it, being out half the time.
1: Yeah. They may see the writing on the wall
0: and that, and the fact that maybe BN did not treat them properly at all, which is, again, is not the ATP's fault. <laughs> well,
1: and it looked like just from reading the story that I just found online, it looks like BN is still going to be broadcasting them, but not in America. So they sort of made some kind of three-way arrangement between WTA, Tennis Channel, and BN, whereas all American broadcasts will be Tennis Channel, but BN still keeps their international rights, which is probably what they care more about anyway.
0: Right. Well, they may have more. There might be a BN1, 2, and 3
1: internationally. Right. So I think they didn't want to get out of it completely, but they saw that the market here wasn't as big maybe as other places. And it is kind of embarrassing to be the Tennis Channel and not have both the major tours of tennis, I have to say.
0: I bet you they got a little flack from it. Yeah. I bet you they did, and they should have. Yeah. And again, not because of sexism. I'm going to throw up. It's not because of sexism. It's they made a choice, and guess what? It sounds like they might have realized they made a, a bad choice. And so now it's coming on back. And and, and, and again, it'll be interesting to see how they now integrated into the current, you know, because it's been all men. Uh, I hope it gets a lot i hope it gets a lot of uh airtime because damn it we i mean you have skated by however this (laughs) last year not having to worry about it because you
1: quote unquote don't have bn which i don't (laughs) believe by the way um it will be good to have live tennis all day and what's the best is when wt and hp are in two different time zones because then you can watch non-stop right non-stop right
0: so, anyway, and and again, guess what? I got news for everybody out there. I'm sorry. The ATP and the WTA are competing with each other. Absolutely. You get it? If you have two tournaments in one city, a WTA and an ATP tournament, guess what? The directors of both of those are going out, reaching out to the same people in the same community, trying to get the same dollars to run that, to pay for those officials, Vultures to pay for you know all the, the the prize money and all the other stuff they need to pay for to to run an event, and so yes, at every level they're competing with each other. That's all there is to it.
1: Well, and I think to your point earlier, I think you know in the Olympics they have every sport divided by gender, and I don't think the gender is what dictates you know who gets more viewers. I don't think the women's hundred yard dash you know is. Less popular than the men's hundred yard dash, just because no, I mean, no, this, no, this, this no absolutely not.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm all in for women's curling. Couldn't care less <laughs> about men.
1: I don't <laughs> I, even know what that means. I'm just saying. I think that it depends on who's in it. Is what the most important factor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And again, there's patriotism involved in the Olympics too, but but there is in tennis also. Yeah. From American perspective, we've had no American men to root for in a slam final for a decade. And we've pretty consistently had oh, women in there. Almost had Isner. Almost had Isner. <laughs> Damn you, Kevin Anderson. I'm sure he would have galvanized the American public if he was in the final. Even though I live in Dallas and half the people here don't know who he is. What and he lives here.
0: if he ended up play, playing in the final and on the way out to the court, <laughs> his opponent trip,
1: fell, twists his ankle? <laughs> Are you saying that's the only way he could win? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way, baby.
0: <laughs> America. That's it. <laughs> Well, he was That's two it. games
1: he was two games away from the final and then uh-huh. you never know what's going to happen. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: now, what what could the other the only thing that could have helped him. He wins that, okay? And then literally 15 minutes after he's in the locker room, he changes and he leaves a locker room instead of going outside the stadium, <laughs> he finds a hatch. He goes inside the hatch down to he's the just, basement just lost. with a wrench and he starts just busting up pipes and he floods <laughs> the entire stadium. I but he's not going, done yet. I thought you
1: were going Tanya Harding. <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: But then he's got to do it to all the other courts cuz they'd play that damn thing somewhere. Mm, he's got to Yeah, I guess they would. He's got to flood the whole stadium. The whole facility with like at least seven feet of water because he needs probably
1: three days to rest, <laughs> three full days. But then the problem is he's still that only that only puts him even with the guy he's playing. That still doesn't give him. It doesn't advantage. guarantee it. right,
0: right, right. But it's not going to be you know a lock the other way because he still has a serve,
1: right. What, we,
0: what am I talking about? This is just, this, 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 is, this an is an indication of how much is going on in which, tennis right
1: now. So which theory is more plausible? That or my method of beating the doll on clay?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is more yours is a little more accessible. I don't know that he carries a wrench in his bag. Right. I don't know that he, he can get a
1: wrench into the state into the ground. He's an example of, of how the the having the roofs hurts him because he's gonna have he's not gonna have a day off regardless. Or he's gonna have one day off no matter what. Right. He's going to have, there's no rain delay. Nothing could save him in a final early in the tournament. It can, because he's not on the main court. I was going to make a bold prediction, say we'll have an American finalist in 2019, but I don't think I can. <laughs> Who
0: the hell is it going to be? Is
1: there going to be an influenza breakout among the men's tour
0: and he's just going to wear a mask? Socks coming back. Oh, Sock and Tiafo. He has been playing better, by the way. Sock both of at them the tail in. Yeah. Well, tiafo has been coming along. Jack Sock hot. has
1: a lot of points to defend coming up. He's about to plummet out of the top forty. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna he's losing that thousand points here soon.
0: If mm-hmm. he but see if he plummets, then how, that doesn't.
1: He's not even gonna be seated in these tournaments, which I don't know how he is now. But yeah, it. it but a thousand points in the rankings is huge. I mean, I think you're in the top fifty if you just have a thousand. So he's basically being in the top 50 just based on that one tournament he won in November last year. Once he loses that, I mean, he's accumulated basically zero from the slams. He won one match in a slam this year. And what a match it was.
0: (laughs) So now, all right. So if there's nothing going on in tennis, then how in the hell can we justify doing this podcast? (laughs) No, that's not not the question I was going to ask. It's not the question I was going to ask. Uh, but it is. No. Anyway, um, do you have a corner? You got a I Corey's do, Corner? Oh, my God.
1: Why didn't I ask you that at the beginning? We could have just <laughs> saved this whole podcast. You got to just... keep people tuning in for longer. All right, no, so Here so... we go.
0: For the first time since I don't know when, <laughs>
1: Corey's Corner. Nothing controversial. But, Take it away. But I there's something in my tennis coaching slash playing career that I said I would never, ever do, and I'm doing it next week. What do you think it is? You already know, but you don't know in this context, maybe. Well, I know
0: what you're doing next week, but I don't want to give that away. Right. What What is it?
1: I said that I would never, ever have a USDA team go to nationals because to go to nationals you have to manipulate the system typically.
0: So, all right. So, what you're saying is USDA league tennis NT NTRP rated. Right. If you are the best three five team three point five NT NTRP rated team in the country then what that means is you're actually one of the worst 4.0 teams. And why are you cheating? Well, you're probably one of the best 4.0 teams. Well, that too. Uh, yeah, I guess, yeah. How you could
1: does, be one of the best 4.0 teams. How far does you, it go? Exactly. Um, but yeah, so... So
0: first of all, congratulations. We talked about this on a previous we pod. Did. That uh, you have captained and coached and guided... I don't know any other synonyms for that, guided or whatever. Led.
1: Facilitated.
0: Facilitated. Shown of the way. Given light That's to right. the path towards Las Vegas Nationals. You are going to be knee deep in hookers and blow, aren't you?
1: You're not even going to see the match. That's right. I'm not going to uh, to watch them. I'm just going to Vegas while they play. That was your
0: motivation. Um, so you have a 3-0 women's team, right? Yes. And so you have three O legitimate three O players up and down the lineup, but you have coached them up to such a level that they have won both their...
1: City. City. Then... They call it sectional, but for Texas it's state because... So sectional only, and state are the same?
0: Because I guess... If you're in the southern section, you have to win Georgia first, then go to sectionals. For us, sectional and state are the same because we're big and bad. Yeah. Except California has two sections within one (laughs) state.
1: But whatever, who cares? But yes, so we won both of those and qualified for nationals, and I've known...
0: And wait a minute, the most important part of this whole story.
1: (laughs) I know where this is going. I supported that team and
0: watched them win... The final, whatever match, state, regional, something, sectional, district. I thought you
1: were going to say, I thought you were going to say you, you came in and motivated them further. Oh, yeah, we well, have, yeah, of week course. Up. Yeah,
0: because I streaked across the court shirtless <laughs> at the last moment. No, I, I did get to witness because the, uh, the section, the state championship, sectional championship was held in DFW. And, uh, and so I Which sauntered.
1: Which very beneficial for us. I'm oh, yeah. I'm going to
0: lie. Yeah, so I got to saunter into the club and watch you guys bring it on home. Yeah. So, what you're saying is you don't recruit a bunch of college players and tell them, hey, just win, but barely win. Right. So oh, Or
1: lose, if the match is already clinched, you can go ahead and lose, and then we'll so it looks good. save you for next week.
0: Wow. But no, that I have never... How prevalent is that from top to bottom in league play?
1: Uh, For a team that's going to nationals, I would say it's almost unheard of for someone not to do that not to have done that to get there what was that (laughs) (laughs) yeah i know i'm not gonna say that (laughs) i'm you're tooting your own horn there buddy i'm not gonna say that you know i coached them from two fives to three oh champions that you know many of them put the effort in and did things on their own and got motivated and and they were strong players when i got them but i the reason i thought i would never go with any team is because i said i wouldn't do those things right that i see a lot of other teams do and so I'm sure I'll have a report when we get back. When I get back, that will I will see some of these players that there's no way they could legitimately be three O's. Right. There's no one on my team that I look at and I say this person should never have been playing three O. Right. They're they're sandbagging. They're cheating. Right. Et cetera. And I'm not looking, you know, with rose colored glasses, saying that. Uh, well,
0: I'm assuming right. most of the people listening are familiar with league tennis, but just kind of run
1: through what that looks like in the format.
0: And what you'll be doing in Vegas besides the hooker and blow?
1: <laughs> so they have three lines of doubles and two lines of singles in every match. You play a uh, you play all the teams in your flight, and then you you have to win your flight to advance to the city championship. And it's different a little bit in every section, but that's how we do it here. You have to play every team in your flight and advance to the playoffs. For us, we had a one weekend playoff which we won. Then we had a city championship weekend that we won. Then we had a state championship weekend that we won,
0: and you didn't win these all six oh six oh six oh six oh six oh six oh
1: six oh six oh. In 6-0. fact, we lost a match in every round of the playoffs, including the state championship round. You mean lost a team match? A team match, right? Yeah. And still, and with we, the still same players, won. roughly, because you can kind of
0: sub in and out or yeah. whatever in between matches. So you're legitimate, and what it sounds like, most of DFW or most of Texas was pretty legitimate then.
1: Yeah, we didn't we didn't see anybody that I thought was just crazy out of the level, like I expected to see. Texas doing it right again, baby. <laughs> and which scares me going to nationals because I've heard horror stories of nationals. I had another guest come in this week and talk about nationals a little bit, and he said we, you should expect to see 4-0 players at a three o national, which is insane that anybody would want to do that. So this is, this is going
0: to be, so the USTA nationals are going on. So is this venue
1: only three o? I think it might be three zero and five zero, but they have di- they've had they have consecutive weekends. They've had they had five five a couple weeks ago in Vegas, so they just they can only accommodate maybe one or two levels at a time. Right. I, I just you know. Okay, I got you. So I think this one is three zero men and women, and there might be one other level that's there too. Right. Okay. But we have to play. There's going to be seventeen teams there representing all seventeen sections. We have to finish in the top four of those seventeen to make the Sunday semifinals. So it's just a, a round-robin grouping? Yeah, they, they basically group you randomly against four random. It's a weird – it's a new system, actually. You play four random opponents, and then they take the team with the four best records. So I saw a big flaw in that immediately. I said, well, you could actually be 4-0 and, and not advance, which is crazy. But So my question is this. Why do I do this?
0: No. <laughs> this podcast, believe me, I haven't figured out why I have you in here yet. <laughs> no. So my question is this. Was Corey's corner a humble brag, or was it to, was it to really point out a flaw in the system, or both?
1: Uh, both, I think. <laughs> I course. think that uh, bragging most most importantly, but no, second of all, I think that we talked about you know having something to play for at the end of the season. I think having this to play having for, too the USTA is kind of a big problem with the league, and I just got a USDA survey actually, and I kind of ripped them about about just letting so many players get away with consistently right. going to nationals and sectionals when once you go at a certain level, you shouldn't be able to go back. I mean, it'd be like Michael Jordan staying in college for 15 years and <laughs> Every, going yeah. to the final four. You know, it doesn't, I mean, at some point you got to move up to the next level. If you're winning at the highest level, then so that's fine. Right. You know, then Roger. You have no pro- yeah, exactly. No one's complaining that Roger should move up to, you know, racquetball or golf. You know, he's just because he's dominating. If you're at the top, I don't have a problem with it. But if you're dominating 3-0 or 3-5... Right. When you have a graduated system and... It's up to the league to resolve that. Right. Right. And so, that's, and so I've told my team, and mark this down for the podcast, I will never have another team go to 3-0 Nationals. Mark that out because... Well, and if, if I do, it'll be 20 different players. Right. But I'll never have... Any of these players are on the team now will not be going back to 3-0 Nationals. Cause because they'll all get bumped up. Right. And they I should. They better. And they won't be coming back down. Because that's not a logical progression,
0: well, one thing that i'd never I had never considered or never thought about that you brought to my attention is that it doesn't make sense to have nationals when right. you're talking about levels because you know it wears the line between you know the best at this level or the worst at the next
1: one. I mean the overlap at some point well, I could promise you I'll give you an example if you put like you joked about us being the worst four o the winning team in this national that I'm at, I promise you, if they played in the Dallas 4-0 league, they would probably be 500 or better. I mean, that's how much... It's all mixed up and just... That's how much better they'll be than what 3-0s are. It's just because that's what it takes to win nationals. Which, again, what does that prove? It didn't prove you're the best 3-0. Right. Um, so why give them that you know opportunity?
0: And, and again, like you said, really... I mean, I think any setting where it's competitive is going to lend itself to this horseshit, right? Of put, you know, sandbagging so you can play lower, but certainly. You're ta- if you're talking about three o, that's really close to two five, which is right. the, pretty much the beginning. Yeah. So you're talking about ladies that are at the sort of the second step in their beginning their tennis career. Yeah. Now I'm not saying if you stay at three o or stay at three five forever that's a problem. That's not that's not what I'm getting at. But my point is is that you are at the second step in your career, and now all of a sudden you're playing for the Super Bowl. Right. It it doesn't. But you're only playing for the Super Bowl of your group. Yeah. So that just is just going to lend itself to all this horse shit.
1: And I don't even have a problem with someone coming in their first season, never played USTA, they come out and win 3-0, that I'm okay with because you did it once. Right. And then you did it and you got your award and that's great. You should never be able to do that again.
0: If you were if you were zero right. and you came out and the first lesson you ever did, the first everything, you right, exactly, and you won something, that's it. Right. That's, you should never, even if you won a 3-5 or a four-zero league, league, right. the very first time you ever competed at that level, then yes. Then it's like, all right, well, we know you're at least the best at that level, so you're not that anymore. We don't know what you are, but you're not that low.
1: You're right. higher than that. And the disagreement I would have with those people is that you knew pretty much after your first or second match that you were in the wrong level. Like, you can't make it all the way to the national finals and win and be like, oh, this is my first season. I didn't really know what level I was. Well, you figured it out after two matches. Right. Because if you're going to win nationals, you were killing people at the local leagues. Right. Um, you can't just – you didn't get better. I mean, you, you do get better, but not that dramatically.
0: Well, you are a superb coach, and all your ladies are absolute
1: angels. And they're more excited about the hookers and blow than I am. <laughs> <Hey-o>. So, <laughs> So So uh, – well, I need to meet these ladies. <laughs> I already did. Um so remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so – it is unfortunate because you do have people that are genuinely into it. They're, they're at your the level that they are. They're working hard. They're, they want to compete. And it's not like matches were and 0 like you said. I mean, you were losing matches, team matches rounds and rounds and battling it out. And you got to that level where, oh, we won it.
1: Right. And I had a total of one. This is Tootie Moenhorn, but I have a total of one player that was new. So every player had an established rating already before this season. Right. And I guarantee you, we're going to playing teams with 10, 12, 14 new players right? that are manipulating the system to get there. Right. And some of them, innocently, I, I do believe that these sure. captains recruit players. Well, and it's know a self-rating
0: and a system where you literally go on the computer and
1: fill out questions and nobody double-checks. And the captain would say to the player, you know, hey, doesn't it sound good to go to Vegas? Oh, yeah. I'd like to go to Vegas in October. That sounds well, pretty cool. I got
0: a deal for you. Put... <laughs>
1: 3-0 right here. What does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. It means you're going to Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, baby. Uh, yeah, I mean, so that, I, I do think the captains have no culpability ever in this. And I'm a captain, so if they came to me and said, your team's ridiculous, they should not have been this level, I would, I would say, perfect. Punish me, because I was the ringleader. You know, don't punish these players that I signed up, and they showed up for a match and killed someone. That's not their fault. They don't know who they're playing or what they're getting into. So the captains are the ones that are consistently, because it's really the captains that are repeating. We have many right. local captains that are going to six different sectionals and six different teams and nationals and have been to nationals ten times. And so those are the people that are you know, doing it, not so much the players. Because the players, once they win enough, they're going to be out. But those captains are staying and just doing it all over again.
0: Right, just like college coaches. Right. That money under the table. <laughs> and the player's the one that suffers. Right, I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, it is exciting. I mean, you had things in front of you that you were trying, your ladies that were th- they were trying to achieve, and again, it wasn't a foregone
1: conclusion at all. So and that excitement it wasn't our goal going into the season, by right? That means
0: right. It was it was it, you know, the excitement of each and every match. The excitement of of continuing to move forward even though it wasn't again easy and guaranteed and you lost some and won some and so it was. I mean they were they were excited and jumping up and down and um you know, smacking you in the face <laughs> and whatever else they did. So yeah, it was awesome in the immediate, in the short term, in the hearing here, here and now the people you're dealing with. But yeah, I think
1: systemically it is a little dicey at best. Right. Well, I just think that when you dangle that, and 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 it will be—I will tell you—will be worse if we go and it's an incredible experience, the best thing we've ever done. That will be worse because <laughs> that means we're going to want to do it again, right? And if we can't do it at three five, then we're going to go say, oh, you know, why don't we do it again at three zero in two years? You know, just take the next year off, go out and have fun, hit left-handed, see what happens, and then come back and do it three zero again in two years. That's 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 the problem.
0: Yeah. So what you're saying is. You can be bought. (laughs) So if they really love it, they're going to ask you, how do we do this again? You say, well, listen, I need a new car. (laughs) You could work
1: really hard and try to do it at 3.5, but you know, Eh. or you can just keep doing what you're doing (laughs) and then lose a few minutes. We've already
0: seen the pathway to get there. It's pretty easy. So let's, uh, So, well, it will be fun. It's awesome. You're going out there. Uh, Please don't get arrested. I don't want to do this thing. Is hopefully he'll be back in time for next week. Yes. Um, if not, we might be a day late getting this out next week, but just be patient. He's busy um, having a hangover experience, <laughs> like the movie The Hangover. Yeah, um, be on a roof somewhere. I don't know if you're... No, I think you're the one that's going to be getting everybody in trouble. Do I, you I think? think? You're, yeah, you're the Bradley Cooper, I think, of that
1: movie. Mm, I'm more of the... Uh, see, I don't know his character name. Zach Galifianakis. Oh, the uh, idiot that yeah, has no idea what I, he's I, doing? I won't have any idea. I'll walk into a brothel i won't know what i do <laughs> well <it's, laughs> this place sounds nice <laughs> let's go in here i hope your wife doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast i'm pretty sure she doesn't she so. will be with me to corral me for oh fantastic crazy behavior
0: fantastic so well have a great time and uh it is it is exciting C- congrats to you, you and your team and in rep texas out there all you other chump uh <laughs> sections i
1: don't want hear your nonsense yes don't target us uh, because of the podcast Oh, you, you take our knees out. Oh my God, you need to get a tattoo of the Tennis Revolution podcast on
0: your face <laughs> or something. What can we do? Man, we got to send you out there with something, like a big giant, like a um, like a big giant, um, what are you, those sandwich board things? Yeah. I need you to walk around the entire tournament, even when you're on court working with your players, A <laughs> big sandwich board with Tennis Revolution kind of podcast. going to my hand
1: signals that I learned from uh, Patrick Maratoglu.
0: There you go. Oh, God. None of your women are going to threaten to shove a ball
1: down anybody's throat, are they? You got them all? Only if they listen to me. There you go.
0: All right. Well, that was a fantastic podcast where we just squeezed water out of a rock. Great job. Tennis you can put is... that
1: at the end of any of our podcasts.
0: <laughs> no, not all the time. Sometimes there's too much. We do a shitty job, but right. there's still a lot True. to talk about. True. This, This, we were squeezing everything out. By the way, and if we cut out the top 50 players, how exciting is it then? Because now, Tokyo means a lot to everybody. Right. Damn it. That's what I'm all saying. Right. I know. I know. Sorry. We're not going back to, to <laughs> the first segment. All right. You got anything else? That's it. Thank goodness. That was a plenty. <laughs> well, stay out of trouble in Vegas, and uh, hopefully you'll make it back in one piece, and I won't have to come out and drive all the way out there and get you out of jail. I will do my best.
1: Yep. Um, and if you do, hey, I mean, the podcast going to get better, I would imagine. Although if I'm a national champion, my uh, rate's going double or triple. Ten zeros.
0: <laughs> you got it.
1: Yeah, you win nationals. Such an Just, easy negotiation. Ten
0: zeros. You got it. Um. All right. Well, listen, you know what to do. You're listening, so you figure out all the things. So why would I tell you? Because <laughs> you do it every week. Because I, yeah, yeah it's... I don't know. It's weird. It, I don't know why. You it's want just, them to do it while they're listening. They can click
1: around. And, no,
0: you focus while we're li- you focus <laughs> on what we're saying. You focus. please, please don't. Uh, yeah, don't. You might never listen again. <laughs> so, yeah, do all the things we tell you to do. So, but check out our Twitter, um, Tennis Rev Pod at Tennis Every now and again, I'll throw out there uh, some nonsense, and I'll get yelled at and called a moron and a bitch. People call. <laughs> that's always nice. Uh, so check that out. I don't know. We got some followers. We, we, we have, may have a blue check mark or two following us. I don't know. Um, that's not a lot of action happening, but let me tell you where all the action's happening. All the social media that you, action that you need is happening right here, right now on Instagram. <laughs> at TennisRevolutionPod. And let me tell you what you're going to get if you come over to our side on Insta. Nothing. You're not going to get bothered, harassed. We're not going to send you a bunch of crap. Because quite frankly, I don't even know how. But even if I did, I wouldn't. Because that's how much I have respect for the listeners and the followers of our Instagram. Doesn't Um, that
1: sound peaceful just to have your phone not going off? Yeah, I don't. Here's
0: one one thing. There's a lot of things I never want people to say about me. Here's one of them. I don't want anybody ever to tell me my gram game is tight. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I don't want you to tell me how awesome my Instagram game is. I don't care. Because the best game is no game at all. And that's what we have on Instagram, no game at all. So we will keep it peaceful, keep it quiet, be nice, relaxing environment. And honestly, 108 followers is not bad for not one single picture. So keep working on it, people. Keep spreading the word. But definitely spread the word. It is up to you. Uh, to get to get this podcast into other people's phones into other people's ears because I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now we don't know what we're doing on social media we have no <laughs> idea what we're doing seriously
1: it's a it's it, it's a disaster and you can subscribe and then you don't have to download or even listen to it we don't care isn't he subscribed it's all, all we need no, no, you got to download. Oh, you still? Well, doesn't it download automatically? So, well, you you have different settings. See, we don't know. We don't. I do know actually,
0: <laughs> no. which I'm surprised I do. But I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Not ours. Uh, I never listen to this piece of shit. That's not true. I
1: listen. He listens meticulously. To see how we can improve.
0: No, now you can improve. I have notes for you every week, and you just discard them. Obviously, it's because. It, so, so yeah. So uh, it it really is up to you to spread the word. Because um, when I ask people, "Do you listen to, to podcasts?" they look at me like I'm an idiot. Because they're like, "What is a podcast?" Right. And then I show them if they have an iPhone, I show them that little icon, little purple with the eye. And they're like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, it's right here <laughs> on your phone. Right. Get off Instagram and looking at pictures. It's a waste of time anyway. And, look, and hit that icon. And uh, so some people just need to be made aware that podcasts are a thing. Right. That's the biggest hurdle. I agree with you. I mean, people get in a car and they turn the radio on. It's no big deal because everybody's aware. Nobody's ever gotten in your car and you turn it on and they look... What the hell is that? (laughs) I've been singing on the way to work every day. Right. What the hell's going on? What is that? I can hit a button and have people sing
1: to me. It's funny you say that because I've turned on the podcast and I'd be like, what is that your voice? (laughs) How'd how'd you get, how'd you do that? It's magic, (laughs) witchcraft, sorcery.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. Just, just spread the word. You know, listen, you listen. So you might like it. You must. Right. Well, quit being selfish. For shit's sake, spread the word. There's other people in need. They're in need, and you need to need to help them find us. I don't know if it'd do them any good. It'd probably be a disaster, but <laughs> hey, yeah, you can punish somebody. So anyway, so check check out our uh, website for no particular reason because it hasn't changed. I haven't done anything to it in thirty years. <laughs> um just every new episode comes up on there. But don't don't it's who go who uses desktop? right to listen to a podcast you're weird all right all right that's all i've got and uh i will say this another couple of weeks of this shit i can't take it i can't take it we will i'll be i'll be talking about crocheting on this son of a bitch i will be it'll be a needlepoint revolution up in here i can't take it we do
1: have the year-end masters i don't care draws my attention
0: okay maybe maybe at least labor cup i can hate
1: right i you know well, year in Masters only draws my attention if there's actually legitimate top eight players in it. Not, if, not four of the top if eight. Jack sock, drop out. If Jack sock, <laughs> if is, he's there's no way he's gonna
0: be. in I know. Uh, enough people could drop out. All right. Well, that's all we've got. And uh, and like I said. You don't care about tennis right now, but just care about the, the, the Tennis Revolution podcast right now, even though no <laughs> tennis is going on. And spread the word. Get it all out there. And until next time, thanks for joining the revolution. Bye, guys. Dead.